Welcome to New Zealand Vegan Podcast. I'm your host, Elizabeth Collins, and this week uh, is episode uh, 83, I think. I'll um, go with that. And I have got to talk about something that's I think is really important. I, I'm sh- I've talked about it I think since the beginning of being an abolitionist, but I've never really been able to put my finger on it. What's going on? It's always been so confusing to me. And I think I've reached a little breakthrough, maybe, I hope, in my in my understanding of this uh, phenomenon. Um, it all started when I was talking to someone about, um, I was talking to another vegan about, um, promoting abolition. And, um, I always say, and I've always been saying, I always act under the premise when I'm speaking with other vegan advocates, whether they are new welfareist, um, thinkers and, you know, movers and shakers, or, well, I know if I'm talking to abolitionists that this is already okay. <laughs> it's when I'm talking to people who I, who are like promoting animal welfare, I'm still because new welfareism is when um, they claim that they agree that animal use is wrong and that it ought to be abolished. Like supposedly we agree on that, and um, so one would assume, or I've always assumed. My starting point is that when I say, let's stand up for what's right, what I mean is that thing that we supposedly agree, which is that the opposite of wrong. So animal use is wrong. Animal use is wrong. They say they agree with that. Um, so let's stand up for what's right. I, I'm not saying I invented like what's right and wrong. I'm not the creator of what's right and wrong. It's just a word to indicate. I mean, we don't have any other words. I mean, when we're talking about advocacy, then you can say, okay, I don't think it's a good idea or whatever. I'll get into that later. We can talk about that. But when I say let's stand up for what's right, the right thing, you know, then the right thing to do is to stand up for what's right. I get really, really confused by the response because it doesn't jibe with the original premise, which is that we both agree that what's right is right. The truth is the truth. Animal use is wrong. Methods and and all that stuff is what we disagree on, I thought. But that premise is, I mean, I thought we agreed on that. Um, So, but what I, so, people get very, um, First of all, the way that I reached this little breakthrough myself when I was like, wait a minute, is this really what's going on? Was I used a human example. Um, I said, um, because, oh gosh, how do I explain what what has has been happening from the beginning? And it just happened again and it happens again and again. So I said, what I said was, first of all, I said, if you see... When I'm talking about let's stand up for what's right, I'm assuming that we agreed on what's right. So if you see, but they get hung up on the fact that I'm saying it or that somebody's actually saying that and then they think that I'm saying, I don't know what's going on. So I get very confused. 
And um, so I, I said, okay, imagine you see a piece of paper and the words on the piece of paper are animal use is wrong. You don't know that I wrote that piece of paper. You don't know who wrote it. You just read those words. You know, does your brain say yes? <laughs> if your brain says yes, then what I'm talking about when I say let's let's stand up for what's right is the words written on that piece of paper. It's got nothing to do with me. And when I keep saying it's got nothing to do with me, that's what I mean. I it's not okay and then we talk about methods yes then we disagree and I say well I think it's correct to do this I mean I'm obviously have to change the way I talk <laughs> and then they say no it's incorrect but when I say let's stand up for what's right in everything we say and do I'm assuming that they know what's right they just don't want to stand up for it because they think that it's impractical and that's what I usually try to address is how can it possibly be impractical to stand up for what's right? I mean, what other movement doesn't do that? So let's take, for example, the let's take for example a human rights issue like rape. So people, the thing that started this whole thing was somebody was like, "We need statistics. Um, everybody's all hung up on statistics. We want to see some statistics." <laughs> and um, and I'm thinking, something is really wrong, and these people aren't understanding what I'm trying to say. And Okay, so, you know, do, would you go to somebody who's, who's fighting against rape and say to them, you know, you really ought to consider looking at some statistics and comparing whether or not promoting humane rape. Actually, um, let's do some flowcharts of, oh gosh, let's promote humane rape, and then let's do another study group promoting uh, the abolition of rape, um, standing up for what's right, um, see previous comment, <laughs> and, um, and then let's compare, and then maybe we're going to decide that, hey, actually there's a 3.0% um, decrease in the amount of heavily violent rapes, so such and such amount of women are still raped, but they're raped less violently, so we really need to campaign, we need to move, because this is six flowchart says that. Uh, does anybody know what I'm saying? I don't understand that way of thinking, because we would never do it in a human example. Because everybody, it was just logically, it's just logically incoherent to tell somebody that you can't stand, that you should not stand up for what's right. And like I say, what's right is that thing that we already agree on. I didn't make it up. I didn't invent it. I'm not, I didn't create it. Just supposedly it's a premise that we both agree with. Just that on one hand, I want to stand up for it and everything we say and do. That's, that's the argument. I say we always do that. And then they say, no, no, no. Um, that doesn't work, you know, um, and then that's where the argument, but I'm confused now as to really whether or not we agree about that statement or not, I mean, that's the premise that, that's, I mean, I'm sure we do, um, but I just want people to be really clear about that, so I tried to say it, and I said, look, you know, I don't really know what else to tell people, like, I think when I, next time, maybe I'll start out by saying, maybe I have to give a disclaimer, like, before we have this conversation about tactics, um, can we just um, come? Can we just like have a little discussion about the premise of that animal use is wrong? Do you agree with that? And if you do, then we can have this discussion about tactics. If you don't agree with that premise, then that's where we have to start from, just like you would with anyone who's not vegan. Um, so, 
what I'm finding really, really hard to deal with, what really blew my mind, what really blows my mind was really been blowing my mind for like two years or more. It's like I will say they stand up for what's right, but they'll say you're being a moral purist. You know, you're having your personal ideals. And I'm like, wait a minute, my personal ideals? So it's only my personal ideal that animal use is wrong? I mean, I'm confused. Do you tell someone who's advocating for the abolition of child molestation that they're being a moral purist? Because they want to, because they stand up for that? Um, I thought you agreed. I mean, I thought we both agreed on that. <laughs> you know, that, that, I mean, why is it about me? Why is it about me? I, I didn't, I'm not, we, we can talk about tactics and I, and I, and I, I want you to tell me why in your brain you think that not standing up for what's right and oh gosh, I mean, I need some kind of disclaimer just so that they don't hear what they seem to be hearing, which is I, Elizabeth Collins, make the rules of what is right and what is wrong and I dictate that the morals of the world. No, we all agree that that's immoral. I mean, I thought that's what we had in common. I mean, that was the one thing that we had in common, right? And we're supposed to be looking for commonality here, right? <laughs> because we claimed, you know, people claim we're so divisive. So, am I making sense? It just really confuses me now. And I just don't know how else to say it and what else to do. I don't know what to do. I keep saying it's not about me, you know. <sighs> let's let's always try to really think non-speciesist. Anyway, so so what I'm going to do, because what I want people to explain, because I, ca I can't understand it, is why they think that not standing up for what's right is the way to abolish what's wrong. It doesn't make any logical sense to me. Why? Where does this come from? Think about rape. Rape is the most common crime in the world. It still goes on. There's been campaigns for abolition against rape for many, many, many decades. You know, it's pretty much a global notion that um, it's the wrong thing to do. It still exists, but nobody would ever dare, nobody would even dream, no, no, no advocate would ever dream of going up to a, an advocate who's fighting against rape in the world and say, you know what, um, I think that maybe you need to rethink your tactics about standing up for what's right and calling for an abolition to rape and denouncing it unequivocally because, you know, hey, maybe you should do some flowcharts and think about promoting humane rape. You know, maybe you'll get some better results that way. I mean, where does that kind of thinking come from? Uh, where, why? I don't, I'll never understand that. And that's my problem. That's my problem. That's why I I cannot apparently have successful dialogue with people who promote animal welfare. Another way, and, it, and it's manifested in so much. And to me, as I've said, and I'm not afraid to say it, it's, spe it's just speciesism. I just can only see, think of it as speciesism. And part of it is manifested... And a way that I see it that happens a lot is when vegans, abolitionists, talk about vegetarianism, right? Here's an example. Um, Butterflies, the vegan poet, is, um, recently wrote a statement that being vegetarian is unethical. What she means, you know, is vegetarianism, right? I mean, 
um, anyway, she basically said, look, you know, cows are, are the, it's just everything short of being a vegan is not ethical. And oh my goodness, the people leapt to the defense of the vegetarians. I mean, they, you would have thought that she had like told them their mother was ugly. I mean, we're talking like massive outrage. I mean, some of the comments, here we go, um, let me see. Some of the comments were like, don't have a moral pissing contest with vegetarians. <laughs> um, isn't it still a step in the right direction? Um, they're making a huge difference and they call it vegetarian bashing. And I love a very cool advocate, Melissa Val, um, said, um, I'm not bashing vegetarians, I'm bashing animal exploitation which vegetarians participate in. Um, and you know, what's really interesting to me a lot about a lot of this, I, I'm so like, I can't, I really think it's a major, like a major setback, this marriage between veganism and vegetarianism that's perpetuated by vegans. It's not about bashing vegetarians. It's about vegetarianism is not an ethical position. If you're vegan, you know that. If they, if you, you know, a lot of vegans call people meat eaters because they're so into this vegetarian thing. And what, you know, tell me what is not truthful in that statement that vegetarianism is unethical. If you claim that you recognize animal use is wrong, where's the untruth in that statement? Take out your personal protection of your vegetarian friends or your vegetarian clients or whatever it is that's going on in there and look at the premise. Let's keep it real. If if Butterfly's comment had been, being eating meat is unethical, I don't get happy about meat eaters, um, da, da 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 would anyone have come on and said that? No, all of the vegans would be like, yeah, down with meat eating, you know? Um, Gary Francione said it beautifully. Vegetarians who feel that eating meat is really wrong, but who continue to consume dairy say, but I love cheese, or I can't give up ice cream. But then, doesn't the meat eater have the same excuse concerning flesh? If palate pleasure works for the lacto-vegetarian, it works for everyone. Please recognize that palate pleasure is never an excuse or justification where morality is concerned and consider going vegan. Where is the untruth in that statement? It's not about bashing. It's not about vegetarian bashing. You know what it's about? It's about sticking up for animals. Stop worrying so much about the vegetarian and start worrying about the animals. And let's keep it real. They can handle it. The vegetarians can handle it. Now, I don't go up to vegetarians and say, you're a jerk. I say, you know, the truth is that animals that are used for dairy are suffer just as much. I mean, that's all it is. So stop, so stop being a speciesist. Please, please, let's start sticking up for the animals and stop being so protective of, of, of people. It, it's it's like nobody is saying go out and be horrible. Nobody is saying, but let's you know keep it real. I mean, the the thing that really drives me nuts is 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 that the the people get up all up in arms about it and say it's vegetarian bashing, but they never say it if 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 you know the way they talk about um, people who eat meat. Right? There's no difference. It's animal use. It's looking at animals as things that we can use. That's what we've got to address. And I'm really I'm really tired of of defending myself to people who think it's all about me 
and that I'm a moral purist, well, if I'm a moral purist, then so are you, because you claim that you think animal use is wrong. And pointing out that vegetarianism is an unethical position, which it is, vegetarianism, the premise, right? I mean, think about the non-humans. doesn't mean that you don't recognize that there's you know some some violence in in the in the paint in your in your apartment and stuff like that what we've got to do is address the fundamental premise that animals are ours to use as things and people who eat ice cream and drink milk and wear leather and go to the circus and da 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 whether they eat flesh or not are part of that mode of thinking so let's address that stop um, calling it vegetarian bashing or stop telling me I'm a moral purist just because I'm trying to say hey you believe in this right I mean that's why we're here isn't it don't you believe that animal use is wrong I mean isn't that what you claim so all I'm saying is let's stick up for that and everything we say and do with one voice I'm not saying I invented right and wrong and that I'm the boss of everything and that I'm pure and that I'm perfect it's very very simple very, very simple. Think about other human rights advocacy. And think about going up to them and saying, where's your chart showing the difference between promoting humane rape and standing up against, speaking out against rape? You wouldn't even dream of doing that. Because you know what? It doesn't make any sense. It just doesn't make sense. You know, and Gary Francione is right. We've had 200 years of promoting humane animal use. Take a look around where it's gotten us. We've had just a little few years now of promoting veganism and abolition and look at what's happening. I mean unless you're not unless you're not paying attention, like a lot of people just close their eyes and make it you know, they just want it to go away. Um they're not really aware of what the amount of stuff that is happening, the amount of movement that is happening, the amount of vegan advocacy and abolitionists that are coming out. It's so nice not to be the only voice out there. It's so nice to... to I didn't even comment on Butterfly's status. I, I saw it late. It's too late now. But there was other people on there saying these amazing things that, you know, there's more voices because we can't be everywhere. So it's it's very much a beautiful thing but it's not about me saying you know it's think about them all the time the animals that should be the number one thing for us so like it's really really um frustrating this kind of huge kind of Anomaly. It's an anomaly. It's it's a, an unbalance. It's an unbalance. You know that. I mean, I know people get defensive. I know people get angry. I know people don't want to hear that they're, you know. I know vegetarians don't want to hear that. Well, I'm sorry. We have to say it. It's the right thing to do. Can I? Can I make like? I, w I wish I could have like a. I don't know how to do a disclaimer on that. When I say that, I'm saying this thing that we agree with. Oh God, I hate words so much. If you if you think the animal use is wrong, then we agree. And we both think that the right thing is the animal use should stop. That's what I'm talking about when I use that word. I don't know how else to say it. I don't, I don't know what else to do. We start from there, and then when we talk about tactics, that's where I say, 
You explain to me, please, how not standing up for what's right is the way to abolish, how not calling for abolition is, you know, that's that's where, and then we get, yeah, there's all kinds of discussions and that's when people pull out statistics and la 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 la, and yeah, we can go into that. I've got, if you really are interested in those kinds of things, but ask yourself if the rape advocates are are, are considering those kinds of things. And you know, there are there's probably people listening to this who who are so like they'll be like, Yeah, actually, you're just proving yourself wrong because, you know, <laughs> rape is still not been abolished, so um and it still exists and, you know, so we shouldn't stand up for what's right. You're wrong. You know, I just I'm sorry, I just don't agree with that. My favorite quote from William Lloyd Garrison says it so beautifully. Um and I'm going to post it. Um, I've I've said it before, but the, this kind of came to a head because I really was freaking out because I couldn't understand. I we I, there was no communication. I couldn't I couldn't understand what was going on when I was trying to talk to this to this complete stranger on the internet actually about why I think we should stand up for what's right. And then they were like, maybe you're wrong about what's right. Unless I misunderstood, and you know, my I, my brain just sort of melts, and I just kind of I don't know what to do. And then people get very sort of like, they really think that like I'm like enjoying <laughs> or something, or this is my purpose. I don't know. I could be wrong about that. So, does anybody else feel the same way? What do we do? What do we do about that? How do we get past that? Because it really holds it holds the whole conversation up. It's um when I'm talking to somebody who's not vegan, I'm dealing with the fact that they don't agree with that with that premise. You know that that that's what you got to get through. You got to you know p- people literally think that animal use is, is morally justified, and they use these reasons, and that's why Gary Francione's work is so wonderful to read because he he addresses a lot of those things. You know, if you're having those kinds of conversations, and those are the kinds of conversations I'm having with people. I'm having conversations about why animal use is wrong and why using animals is not morally justified. That's the kind of conversations I'm having. So I need a little help there because it's, you know, there are all kinds of uh, very, very speciesist mindsets that we have to get through. But it doesn't help that within the animal movement, there is incredibly species mindsets or something doesn't help so um i i'm going i i don't know it's really difficult it just because um it really does appear that there are certain it's i don't know how else to say it i keep saying it's not about you or me doesn't work doesn't work i keep saying I really try i really do i really much prefer talking to people about um, just getting past all of that, like, when I talk to people who are not vegan, like, I love doing the street stall and stuff, because I don't have to deal with that, it just that confusion and that sort of weirdness, it's like, yeah, the only time I kind of have to deal with that is, like, because they have been listening to these proponents of welfare, and they are, a lot of people don't seem to want to listen, but I have experience first-hand experience with the detriment with the you know with the the if like I, I thought of something today I was thinking 
if somebody doesn't agree with me that animal use is wrong, then we're not in the same movement. If somebody agrees that animal use is wrong, but they're promoting welfare, then we're moving in opposite directions. We are moving in opposite directions. Um, and I see that very, very clearly. And it makes a lot of sense to me. And, um, and I don't, I don't, um, I'm having trouble with the dialogue. I've been having trouble with it. But that was what the breakthrough that I had because apparently when I say, um, when I assume that we're, um, we, we, coming from the same, agreeing with the same premise, I, I might be wrong about that. Maybe I should ask that first. Like say, hey, before we go on talking about this, do you think animal use is wrong? And if they say yes, then I can say, well, now let's talk about tactics. And so just just to get one thing clear, my little disclaimer is when I say let's promote what's right, I'm talking about let's promote the thing we agree on. <laughs> can we just get out the way? Because it's not me that invented it. I just, that's not the thing that I am, you know, I didn't. I don't take credit for that, and 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 if you call me a moral purist because I say that that's right, then where does it come from? Because I thought you agreed with me, so why are you calling me a moral purist? It's like saying that somebody who unequivocally opposes rape, and oh my gosh, I've I've said this, I've been saying this for two years, but I just I don't know how to explain that I had this breakthrough with this when it came to because I was like, what am I? What is going on? I can't. It, it's I, I get all tongue tied and stuff. I really I literally say to people, I cannot comprehend what you are saying <laughs> what do you mean <laughs> so i'm doing my best i i mean well i really do i'm not trying to hurt anybody's feelings okay and um it's not about oh gosh if i have to say that one more time so i think i've I don't know if I've actually gotten it off my chest what I wanted to say. I keep trying to do my uh, a Spanish episode, but I'm having a really hard time getting it out. Um, there was something else I wanted to talk about today, but what was it? I don't think I can remember right now, so I'll have to probably do another episode about it. Um, it's been really raining a lot here, and um, I haven't been getting out much. <laughs> so... Um, but anyway, I hope that I, I mean, how can we move beyond that, that point where, because um, it seems to be a spanner in the works, as it were, um, maybe I'm misunderstanding it, you know, um, I mean, I know that with some people it's, it's like that they literally do think that, um, I mean, this, this, they really literally do think that promoting welfare is going to lead to abolition, and, and um, I just, I don't, I don't really understand why they think that, um, I just don't understand it, so I, I, I don't, I don't have a huge understanding, I'm very uh, limited in my understanding, and I acknowledge that, and I, I'm just going to keep promoting I'm just going to keep standing up for what is right because that's my way of standing up for what is right. I think that the way to stand up for what is right is to stand up for what's right. <laughs> that's what I think. You know, call me simple-minded. Um, if you don't agree with that, then maybe we don't agree about what's right and wrong. You know, maybe we need to address that. 
because there are people out there that the leaders of the welfare movement, if you want to call them that, Peter Singer, um, Robert Garner, they literally have written books about how they think animals are inferior and that animal use isn't the problem. So what does that tell you? You know? Then there are others who claim that they recognize the animal use is wrong, like Ingrid Newkirk and all those people. And then but then they promote animal welfare. And that's called new welfareism. Um and it's not meant to be an insult. Like when I say like I try not to say welfareist, just like I try not to say vegetarian. I try to say promoting welfare and vegetarianism because it's the premise, it's the concept, right? There are individuals doing it. I'm an individual, you're an individual. We're very egotistical. We take things very personally. We've got our heads up our behinds most of the time, myself included. But in the grand scheme of things, we're trying to talk about concepts of right and wrong that are beyond us, that are bigger than us. It's bigger than us, right? If you want to get spiritual about it, go for it. But, um, I've lost my train of thought. But anyway, so I try to talk about welfareism, you know, promoting welfare. But to be honest, if you're promoting animal welfare and you think it's, what, will you want to be called a defender? Is that it? I mean, okay. You can call me an abolitionist all you want. I'm happy to have that. I'm very happy about that. Abolition is being, uh, all kinds of people are calling themselves that and, you know, it's probably already gone. Um, that term, to me, is a term that I wear proudly. I can't help that other people who are doing all kinds of things and standing up for all kinds of positions and stuff call themselves abolitionists too. I can't help that. I... You can call me an abolitionist all you want and I won't be offended. So um, it's not about names and labels and, and egos. It's about what we're doing. When I talk about abolition, I talk about standing up for the moral personhood of animals. Um, I talk about nonviolence because I believe that nonviolence is the answer to the problem of violence. I agree with that premise. Um, I didn't invent it. I just agree with it. I think it is a fundamental truth. The words are so annoying, but I can only use the words that are clear to me. Truth, right, you know, for me that's what it is. So when somebody says vegetarianism hurts animals, or vegetarianism is not an ethical, you know, is not a morally consistent position. Please don't leap up and say we're bashing vegetarians. We're talking about a simple truth. And you supposedly agree with it because you're vegan. So can we please keep the focus where it's at? And I don't see anybody being vicious and mean and horrible to vegetarians. Yeah, but the truth hurts though. But nobody's, nobody's standing up for the meat eaters. So, you know, what's going on there? Don't you think it's time that we address that? Can we please start addressing that now? Because it's very damaging. This this vegetarian slash vegan stuff doesn't help. Let's keep it real. That's all. It's not about making it impossible. It's about making veganism the norm. So, 
I think the way to do that is to talk about it, is to tell the truth, and um, to deal with the consequences, which are, yeah, people are going to get upset. I'm really sorry, but that's just the way it is for now. We have to deal with that right now. Let's do that so that later on the people don't have to deal with it as much. So the younger generation don't have to deal with it. Let's have the gumption to deal with the uncomfortableness if we're committed. And don't take it personally. And there is all, I mean, look, there are all different personalities. I have a certain way that some people like and some people can't stand. But luckily, I'm not the only one out there. My personality isn't the only personality out there. We're a variety of people out there now. So my way, I was talking to somebody, I had a conversation with somebody who's not vegan. And we were talking very frankly. Because <laughs> I just, uh, I just I don't insult people, I just tell the truth. And if they get upset, that's because the truth hurts. But anyway, this person was really easy to talk to. She was great. And um, I said, um, I was talking about how I do a podcast and um, how there's other people doing podcasts um, promoting abolition. And we were literally talking about the difference between abolition and welfare. And she totally got it. I mean, she totally got it. (laughs) She's like, yeah, makes total sense. Now, this person is a vegetarian, you know, whatever that means. Um, some vegetarians do eat flesh, by the way. I know, well, they call themselves vegetarians, but um, she's, I believe, an overlacto or whatever. And, um, you know, I didn't, like, pussyfoot around, but she certainly didn't think that I was crazy. She certainly admitted it. And I, and I say to people, you know, I don't take credit if somebody goes vegan, and I don't take blame if they don't. That's on them. But I do try to be effective, and yes, I do try to be approachable, and I try to be happy, and I try to be positive, and you know, la la la. I mean, I'm not going to deny that that's critically a good way to look at things, that you know, we do want to make a difference. That's why we're against violence promotion, because that doesn't make things better. <laughs> um, but anyway, so what I said was, um, this person was a dance teacher, used to be a dance teacher. And I was like, the way I look at it, the way I look at advocacy, in my limited little way, is that um it's like I was like I was trying to get her to understand like I was like I'm not gonna change what I say. She's like, Well, sometimes it's how you say stuff and I'm thinking, here we go again. How I say stuff. No matter no matter how nice you say it, no matter if you're smiling or not, if you tell somebody the truth and the truth makes them realise that they are hurting animals or it makes them feel sad or it makes them feel you could be smiling and giving them a flower while you say it and it might make it a little nicer but it's really, they're going to get upset. And I'm not saying go up to people and scream at them. I definitely think that's just a very ignorant thing to do. But anyway, I was I kept saying to her, I do, I do speak very calmly. And, you know, not, she wasn't actually criticizing me. She was just, I was just trying to say to her that I, what I don't understand is why people won't promote abolition. I was just using her as my sounding board. And she was really, she was really like, she was like, maybe they're too scared. She says, what she said, one of the things she said to me, maybe they're too scared to do it. I was like, yeah, you could be right. But um, she's a dance teacher, and I said, so the way I look at it, I have a podcast, and, you know, I have a certain way of talking. And I was like, there are some people who cannot stand probably the sound of my voice. They probably think they don't like the way that I just ramble. I mean, I'm not putting myself down. I'm me. I'm doing what I can. This is me. But... And I was like, say, like you, you're a dance teacher. I said to her, there are some people who love the way you teach. They love going to your classes. They love your style. They love your delivery. They love your methods. They love your, um, your, um, you know, classes. But 
there are some people who won't. They won't like you, your classes. They'll go to somebody else's classes. But it's the same dance, right? It's the same dance that they're teaching. It's not about... It's like... I, I agree that there needs to be variety of, of the, you know people and variety of personalities. I mean, we need that. But um, the dance needs to be the same, you know. So I say let's stand up for what's right with one voice. And I'm going to keep saying that. And I don't know how else to say it. And I really hope people don't think it's about me because I'm just one person. It's bigger than that. It's not about me. Anyway... Thanks for listening, and um, I'll be back.